Okay, welcome to Healing the City podcast. Oh, thank you so much. My name is Eric Seepen, and across from me, and here's the funny thing, her name is Jill. There's multiple Jills <laughs> in our church, and so when you came, Jill, the way I have begun to identify you is people say, Jill, and I say, Mickey and Jill? <laughs> <laughs> and I asked there you for the podcast, how do you say your last name? And then, now we're live, and I knew this would happen. I can't say it. So, would you say your last name? Heaston. Heaston. All right. Yes. Jill Heaston. You know, I found that after I had to memorize 150 names, wow. I've... I'm starting to mem- forget the kids' names. Oh, no. Of kids I've known forever. I'm like, who is that? Who is that? I mean, <laughs> I baptized you. I've hung out at your house. Right. You, yeah. Anyway, so my brain, you thought I'm just getting old. Anyway, <laughs> so Jill, you are kind of new to the village. Yeah. And here we are on the Healing the City podcast. We were talking one Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about third culture. Yes. And you're like, oh, and your eyes kind of mm-hmm. got real bright. And so I thought maybe before we even talk about what third culture is and that sure. experience, maybe you could tell me and everybody else a little bit about yourself, your story. Okay. You know? Okay. Go for it. So I guess you could say I was like highly mobile. Um Highly mobile. Yeah. Like at one point, I think I, I was counting like all my moves, like not just um, major moves, but just like, you know, smaller moves. And I think I had moved something like 33 times. Thir- 33 times. <laughs> I think it's more now, <laughs> but at the time. That means that you've lived in 33 different homes. Probably, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. 33 different bedrooms Uh for a kid. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. And it's actually, it's quite interesting because um, I just had a presentation yesterday in my art education class, and I did um, a unit, like you had to kind of pick your fantasy unit or whatever. So I picked a a fantasy uh, international boarding school in Switzerland. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fun. And my unit was what is home. So I made up like a whole like project list of of art projects that have to do with what is home. And so it's kind of it's sort of fortuitous that or serendipitous that we're we're talking talking about these things. (laughs) Yeah. So why did you move over thirty times? Like what what's going on there? Yeah. So um, we started out. um, I guess. I was born in Pennsylvania, and my mom and dad were wanting to be missionaries, and they had already been, I think, to Italy at this point, Okay, and they had moved back to the States. It was just sort of a short-term missions thing, and when I was about two, they decided they wanted to move to Ireland Wow! to be missionary there with Gritier Mission, and... um. We lived in Ireland for probably two and a half years. So, like, when I was two to when I was four and a half. And then um, my father was diagnosed with cancer. Um, He was actually diagnosed when I was born, but it had gone into remission. And so then it came back again um, when we were on the mission field. So we moved to Florida at that point. Well, Florida, the Bahamas, like kind of that area to um, 
get seen by a specialist for cancer. But um, that was not successful. So he he died on Christmas Day, actually. Uh, How how old were you? I was four and a half. Okay, wow. So it it was... It came back and then it was pretty quick. Yeah, exactly. I think within like six months or something okay. like that. Wow. Yeah. So um, at that point, my mom was kind of like devastated, you yeah. know, sort of like, what can I do? And all she knew is that she had this burning um, mission or whatever, like drive in her heart to be a missionary again. And the, the, um, the mission organization was like, well, wait till Jill's a little older. Like, if you're going to go back right. as a single parent. So she actually, she moved to Wheaton, Illinois. Okay. And um, was working for the headquarters of Grady Gert Mission. Okay. When it was in Wheaton. I okay. think it's in, like, Colorado Springs now. It, the, where everything. <laughs> right, the Mecca. All mission related. <laughs> things are going yes, out of yes, yes, exactly. It's so much cheaper, I guess. Um, so, yeah. So, we were in Wheaton, Illinois, oh, maybe four years. And um, kind of just, sh- I don't know. She likes change. <laughs> she likes variety. And um, she's always looking for, like, a better option. Okay. So, um at that point, somebody had told her about a job at a college in Minnesota. Okay. And so we moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota. And what is your mother's like expertise? Like, what would she be doing? She would be like office work. Okay. So she's yeah. cooking for, okay. Yeah. So, like, receptionist, administration. Okay. She had a lot of experience with that, and so that's usually what she does. She's an admin lady. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm, (laughs) An organizer of people. She is. She's very good at that. Um, So we lived, yes, that was at Northwestern University, but not the famous one. I think there's like another one that's like a Christian one in, in Minnesota. So we were there for maybe two years in Minnesota. I really liked my time in Minnesota. But it was... Um, how, listen, so how old? You must have been like eight or nine. Yeah. And so it's like winters and mm-hmm, snowball fights and mm-hmm. sledding. And but the weather was too much. Yeah. It, <laughs> for every season, there was like some horrible thing. Like right. the bees, I know that sounds silly, but like the bees in the summertime were like crazy, like they weren't killer bees, but they were really big and really awful. And the mosquitoes, because you're by the lake, and then the tornadoes, and then the like, you know, blizzards and the snow. And it wow, was, it was too much. Yeah, and I can imagine. Um, so she found out about another job opportunity in Maryland, and we moved there. And that was, I think, a harder transition for sure. Um, Maryland, Maryland was very Catholic and um, that was a hard transition. A lot of my friends were in, was it CCD, Catholic something, something, I don't know, <laughs> but it was some kind of after school thing. That but so there's a lot of Catholic community. Exactly. And it's not, if you're not Catholic. You're kind of you, out. You're out. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, um, or like maybe high Protestant, like Anglican or something, but not really what we were in Bowie. So not really that area so much. Um, 
So we lived there for like, uh, I think only a year. And then she decided, hey, I want to go back to um, the mission field. And then they were kind of like, well, you know, see see how things go. So we moved back to Illinois. Okay. She um, got a job back at the headquarters um, for like secretary admin stuff. And then uh, started sort of building her, I don't know, what would you call it? Um Support group. Support base. <laughs> Support yeah. base yeah, of like. Yeah, what they call them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Of uh, people to support us if we would move back to Ireland. So when I was about 13, we ended up moving back to Ireland. So when you went to Ireland, you were headed into the junior into junior high? Yeah. Okay. And I actually should have gone into second year, which would have been equivalent to eighth grade. Okay. But because of the Irish system, it's such a high standard. They were like, it might be better if you just start in first year, and okay. then you'll get the whole experience. Right. So um, that was probably a good call. I think it might have been tough to sort of enter in right. one, one year in. And uh, that was 1990. <laughs> Excuse me. So that was like a kind of an interesting time. Yes. <laughs> in Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. And in Europe in general. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, and so <sighs> that was a pretty tough transition. It definitely felt like it was going to be easier. And then like once you live there, of course, you know, visiting someplace is completely different from living. Yes. And so I ended up staying there for six years and we moved two times um, in that time period. What was your mom doing in Ireland? So kind of what was yeah, the thing Yeah, so she-, she did a lot of um, ladies' Bible studies. Okay. Um, usually, and she was part of church planting. Okay. And then usually, you've heard of Louis Palau. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, okay. No, Louis. So, Louis Palau or Louis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he would do like those crusades yeah. and kind of like go through Ireland and stuff like that. So when he would do that, then they would give him um, certain names and, and uh, people that the people that have made decisions right. during their time there could see and can talk connect to. with in yeah. different, different locations. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Um, so she did mostly that, and like in Scaries, um, which is where we started out, it's kind of north of Dublin. Sure. Um, she, she did that, and, and then... Did I you think. did you play a part in any of that? Like, or were you just kind of going to school? And well, I was going to school. Um, yeah, like I was active in the church a little later on okay. when we were doing more like, um, more obvious church planting, okay. I guess, like okay. church building. Yeah, yeah, I was on the um, the worship team. Okay, so like I sang, and I was Mary in the Christmas play. You were Mary in the Christmas play. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. But I was like, you know, 17. Right. So it feels right. like I was a little old for me. <laughs> Probably maybe you were a little old for Mary. But hey, you know, it's, that's typical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, there was definitely like fun times and like really super appreciated the people while we were there. Yeah. You don't think about it at the time because it's just your reality, but right. like it could have been really bad. Like we could have had a lot of like really awful people. 
right. <laughs> that were also on the mission field with us. Right. And we did it. We had like super awesome, really supporting and understanding people. So that's something I, I'm really thankful for. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. So how old were you when you moved back to the States? 19. 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, so I was that one year off because, well, two years off because I um, started at the beginning in first year instead of second year. And then they have an optional fourth year that I decided to take because at that point we were moving and I didn't want to go straight into, it's called like the leaving cert cycle. So it's right. like the two years, fifth and sixth year. And then the leaving cert is this huge, like pressurized thing. So I was like, okay, if we're moving, I'm going to go to a new school. I'll take the optional fourth year. And that was actually, that was really good. I, I probably did like some of my best academic work. <laughs> 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 I look back and I'm like, I used to have to write like, you know, debate essays like every week. Right. And I'm like, Gosh, I don't do that at all now. I'm really bad at essay writing. Right. Well, that probably gave you a good base, though, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely, definitely. You know? Yeah. So you move back at 19. Mm-hmm. Um, to Pennsylvania. And you go to college where? And then my first year of college was at Wisconsin Wilderness Campus, which was kind of like a satellite campus of... I think it's Karn University. They've changed their name so many times, which used to be Philadelphia Biblical University, which used to be Philadelphia College of the Bible. So, right. Anyway, it's Karn or Karn. And did you now. head back down there from the satellite campus down to the main campus at any time? Or? Um, briefly okay. for like one class okay. when I was at the New Jersey campus. <laughs> so it's pretty oh. much at all their campuses except, except for the main one. <laughs> yeah. And the I think they have one in Jerusalem. I wasn't okay. there, although I wanted to go. Um, and so I thought, well, I don't know that I want a Bible degree, right. like specifically, um, but I'll do like an associate's degree. So okay. I did that first year in Wisconsin and then I thought, okay, I'll do this other year in New Jersey. And um, and then that'll give me an associate's to kind of have like a sort of like a package of credits. It's right. easier to transfer. Right. And it's harder for them to say like, oh, no, that doesn't count or that doesn't count. A lot of times they'll just straight transfer you as, you know, two years. You have an associate's degree. You have two years. Right. So and um, – I did. I transferred to Nyack College in New York. Okay. Because they took pretty much all my Bible credits. That's nice. That's definitely a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And when I transferred there, I um, ended up being Bible and philosophy. So I didn't have to do much more Bible credits, and it was mostly just majoring in philosophy. So can you, can you talk... Just a little bit. Why? Why Bible? Why philosophy? Well, when I originally transferred there, I thought I would do cross-cultural studies. Okay. And they would still, you know, take most of my Bible credits. Um, But I think it was probably going to take a little bit longer. I went to the, I don't know if it was an anthropology, like introduction to anthropology or just a cross-cultural studies intro class. And I was like, I could teach this class. Gotcha. <laughs> like, this is not hard. <laughs> and, and it's not, I don't know, like, I'm not really sure what I would do with this. Right, and plus, right. by that time, I'd already taken my intro to philosophy class. And I was like, oh, wow, like so many things to think about. Okay. And, yeah, it was very exciting. And so I decided I'm, I was going to switch. 
So you graduated with a Bible and philosophy, a minor philosophy or a minor in Bible? Or? So it's like an interdisciplinary, it's interdisciplinary. kind of like half and half. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I had to sort of see how they um, how they fit together. So I had to do a thesis okay. type oh, thing that's cool. on, um, I think it was a biblical perspective on Barclay and immaterialism. Wow. <laughs> because there's, you know, the whole, well, okay. Go for it. Basically, the idea that um, Barclay has is our, Berkeley, it depends on your accent, how you say his name. Are we talking about <laughs> William or are we talking about a different one? Um, the bishop in Northern Ireland. Barclay. I'm blanking on his first Not name Not the right one who now. did all the commentaries. Uh, Barclay's commentaries. We're talking about different Barclay. Is he more theology? Uh, yeah. Okay, maybe that's someone different. Okay. Then. Um, but anyway. Yeah, but Berkeley, Berkeley, where yeah, I Berkeley. lived, okay. was actually named after okay. him for Dif- some silly reason. Different it's guy then. Really funny. Yeah, yeah, probably different guy. Um, so basically, his idea is that the whole idea of science or um, matter, like the concept of atoms and neutrons and protons and right. electrons, it's all idolatry. Okay. Because God holds everything together. Right. And there are various verses in the Bible that allude to that and talk about that. And right. we move and have our being. Yes. He holds everything together, literally. Right. And um, and just, you know, things that allude to that, you know, he is the one that's... And so... Um, Berkeley actually took it to this other level that, you know, not only is that, you know, a nice concept and an idea, but it's actually, like, the truth. Like, there's right. actually, you know, God is, which almost sounds new age. Yeah, like, God like, is in everything kind right. of thing. Right, a little pantheistic. Yeah. Right, right. But, um, but it was more like, like, God has to be in everything. Right. Because other, otherwise things would fall apart. Right. Basically. So it was an interesting concept for sure. And um, my professor definitely uh, had that same sort of um, opinion. And so when he would talk about it, it sounded super convincing. Of course, yes. (laughs) So I was like, (laughs) well, everybody believes this, right? And then found out like, no, nobody really (laughs) believes this. Well, there's a school of people. There's right. a small one. Right, right, right. But like the average, I think I tried to tell someone, I did a semester in Italy, and I tried to tell someone about it and how like this was, you know, the truth. And they were just like, what? <laughs> what do you believe? Well, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, so. You've been listening to Healing the City podcast with Eric Siepen. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.